Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. There is a Gorgon inside the box, and we want to figure out what it is doing. Unfortunately, we will turn to stone if we see her face, and she might try to make us look. Join Becca playing Vector, Jorin playing Nila, Monica playing Maxine and Tillman as the Game Master in Think Before Asking, an Eclipse Face scenario written by Anders Sandper. Please follow Twin Cities by Night on social media and consider supporting us on Patreon. Enjoy. I would say we can fast forward a little bit. You move Toshiro back into the medical bay, hook him up to the ego bridge to read out his cortical stack first into the computer there. Then how you do, do you proceed? You now have the injured girl morph on the ego bridge, currently, well, deactivated, so to speak. Toshiro in sleep mode on the local a medical computer. What do you do with it? What is your plan now? Well, we should be getting back on our ship and maybe Vector should be trying to, uh, since we have network on the ship, contact Firewall so that Neela can update them of the security aspect of things. Vector can update of the network side of things, and we can see if maybe they have an idea of how we should proceed. Ship doesn't have the capability to contact Firewall by itself right now. You would need to use the communication of this station. So whether you are on the ship or here, it's basically about the same. My understanding was that there was something wrong with the communications here. Hence, they weren't able to get something out. So... I, I think we would start making our way back to the swarm in order to start having those communications. We could, just as a last thing we could try over here, see why their communications are down. Yeah, I can plug in and take a quick look at it and see what's going on with that. The only risk with that is that as soon as the communications are back up, the signal is still sent towards Luna, and this whole place still blows up. I, hence, part of the reason why I just wanted to ignore all the communication on this place, but we can still see what the issue is. I don't have to fix it. Yeah, that's fair. That sounds like a good plan. Give me an interfacing role. Please tell me one is a good thing in this system. It's not, unfortunately. It's a it. regular success. Still, though... You basically try a few things to reach like a, a neutrino, far-reaching communication device on the station or something like that. Uh, you check whether things have been received recently from there. And yeah, basically it appears to be jammed. You're pretty sure there's like a process that sends out data with it, but everything else is like rejected. So there's like a background process that sends out a stream of data, but you think you can't access it. Can I see what kind of data is going out? Yeah, give me InfoSec. I would say that's hacking now to like sniff on the data communication. That's 57 out of 80. Okay. 
Yeah, after a while you manage to decode it because it turns out it's always the same thing. It is camera footage and whatnot of what you think is the station before it went completely bonkers. A couple of people hang out in the server room in girl morphs, apparently overseeing some sort of, well, experiment that runs in software. Okay. That's much better than what I was afraid it was, which was the AI, like, uploading itself somewhere. All right, ladies, I'm unable to really touch any of the data. Things seem to be jammed. But good news, there, the data that is going out right now isn't anything like super sensitive. It's before all this stuff, the craziness happened. So we're back on extracting Toshiro from this computer into some form that can be taken with us and then leaving this place, right? That's correct. Okay, then that's what we do. I'm wondering how you would like transport Toshiro, but you can probably like load him into a cortical stack still, like a spare one. You find a way to make him pocket-sized. But what do you do then? You have a plan, but now comes the execution. Yeah, I think we'll go back to where we initially came in and reach out to ship for extraction. I think comms is where we entered. Yes. Yeah. I don't see a reason to not go out the way that we came in. Ship would have given you like an identification. He's hiding as some sort of servitor, bot, or drone. But you know that, well, a specific address basically points to Ship. So you ring him up with a request and you get like a request to, to join a secure connection. With this, with this communication partner. This is the ship speaking. What's the update? Well, things here are not what we thought they were. We have extracted two cortical stacks. We have located the bomb. Could not reach the bomb because there was a Reaper bot in between. And we want to be extracted now. Okay, I will be landing in a few minutes from the hallway in the main hub. You hear frantical chanting. Oracle! Oracle, please, please tell me, is heaven real? And then you hear a girl screaming from the center. Vector, you notice a bunch of stuff in the mesh suddenly turns off. Things restructure in a weird way. Something is happening and you're not really sure what it is. I might not be sure what it is, but I have a pretty good guess. You're not sure whether that was the ultimate question, but it is the question now. That doesn't seem right. If if that guy-girl thing enters here, we're screwed. He, they cannot come with us. Are we currently in the communications? Like, we've made our way there? Yeah. Okay. You, you wanted to go there. You are there. Yes. The main problem now is that if if we take out Julius, that's all all well and good. That doesn't change the fact that that AI is now somehow more on the loose. Wait, we just heard a scream, right? Okay, so I think Neela will get close to the door 
and try and take a peek at what that scream was about. In the distance, you think you see a floating little girl, basically just limp in the air. And let me guess, it's the floating little girl that I know as Julius. You would assume so, yes. There's multiple Juliuses. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you also get an update on the mesh from ship. Can't provide extraction right now. My system is being attacked and the connection cuts off. Um, over the internal connection, Nila will say, okay, um, seems like A, we're stuck here. B, the AI has been activated and I don't know what it's doing. But, well, the one we locked up before is now floating quite closely, limply. I don't know if they are still alive. Do I see anyone else than just a floating little girl? No, not yet, at least. Okay, is there a way that I could help out ship attack the thing that's attacking ship? Yeah, probably. You can try and oppose infosec, I guess. Woo, I'm, I'm going to give that a try. Okay. Oh, gosh. And ultimately, gosh, I'd, I'd love to just be able to take out all communications, but that sounds like it's going to be pretty tricky to do. All right. So remind me with the points again, and we have flex. Um, how can we use those? You can use them before the roll to give you a plus 20. Okay. Or you can decide after the roll that you want to flip the, the digits but you can't do both. You have to make a decision. Either use one before or you maybe use one after the fact. Okay. You can also turn a critical failure into a regular failure, I think, with okay. a flex. I'm going to spin a flex to make my infosec go be 100 for the roll. Because <laughs> why not? I do one out of 100. You roll better. I didn't crit. So you frantically... Being in the comm room helps, of course, restrict access to the communications. Basically, you break a bunch of shit. And in your efforts, you notice like, there's processes starting up every which way, trying to grasp for all kinds of computational resources and communication resources right now. But you take control of parts of what's around you and you manage to get a quick text-only communication with ship again. Ship assures you it's currently uncompromised and will disconnect from the mesh but wait on the surface. Still, though, around you, a bunch of things are set into motion. And you're getting those weird titany vibes. Titany as in... This code go really badly, really, really quickly. Would destroying the manual stuff for the in the communication room help it from being unable to use it? Oh yeah, for now. And I mean, I would say you have done the digital equivalent for now. So essentially you, you turned a bunch of stuff off and then disconnect power lines or something like that. So now the, the mesh communication is, well, the interconnect is much worse. You can still use your local area stuff, basically Bluetooth to interface with things, but you used your last bit of communication with ship to make sure, okay, our ship's waiting and 
you can make it out of there, but still you're not sure what, what's happening now. All right, ladies, we need to get out of here and we need to report back immediately. We cannot do both things. You know, we can't. Ship well, then we need to get out of here. I agree. I, I was able to get a hold of ship real quickly. Let's suit up. Let's get out. One thing I'm wondering, if we leave now and it feels titany, that that titan stuff will grow in five in the five hours it takes us to just get back to the swarm. We might just have to deal with this right here, right now. The main problem is I don't know how, but at least let me check out. I'm going to do one more sweep and see what the heck happened to Julius. Is there a way I can stealth my way around to to see what happened to Julius? Roll me your infiltrate to be careful. If history has taught us anything, it's that Nila is not subtle. So infiltration was never her strong suit. AKA, I don't have that skill. I see that. You can roll against your base score of reflexes, I guess. I know. I'm just trying to find out what the most efficient way is to boost that roll because that would mean rolling against a 15 and I think boosting it towards a 35 (laughs) might give me a slightly better chance of achieving what I want to do than flip-flopping it afterwards. I'm gonna regret this. That's a 46. It's a normal failure. So you're not very stealthy. You don't really have anything to hide behind. You float back towards the main hab, look around. You see one Julius girl floating in the air with like a, well, dumbfounded expression on its face or you're not sure if if he's uh, or she's unconscious. Almost seems like she was like struck by lightning or something. She's just floating in the air, mouth open, eyes open, crying and drooling, just being kind of a wreck. Other than that, you don't really see anything, but you can hear from the distance there's like activity in in the engineering bay. Okay. Does our internal mesh connection still work? Short range, yes. You can interface with devices close to you. Can I still send a message to Max and Vector? I would say probably right now, because you're along the hallway. I would say that's just about enough. Okay, then she will report back saying, I don't know what happened to this Julius, but something is up in engineering and it doesn't feel right to just leave it at this. She is going to push off and do the same thing she did first time she opened the door with uh, from communications to just peek in and try and peek in into engineering. Peeking in, you see that there are multiple large fabricators frantically working on all kinds of devices. You can't really make it out yet. It's just producing something, but it just started. Hard to say what it is. Again, you you get that same scene that you already saw with the servitor one. Papers floating around everywhere with writing on them. Printed, not handwriting. But it's still really weird because paper isn't used in in your time. There's this weird 
glass container with uh, what you assume is like a vacuum chamber. And in there is this stick figure frantically moving about made from these gray disks of probably spinning particles. Can I see what is written on the sheets of paper? Yeah, probably. You can maybe like snatch a couple that are convenient and gather some information. Mostly what I try to do is to to find evidence that what I hope is not true is true and that it is, in fact, building itself a body. So you gather some paper. The first you look at is really, really technical. I, I'll give you an excerpt. It says something like, Chapter 43, Staged Intelligence Explosion Stability. Overview. A large class of intelligences exist within leveled toposcopic spaces, leading to multistage self-improvement. It is shown that submapping these spaces is NP-hard, and both forward-chained and backward-chained motivational structures cannot be protected in any effective ascendance chain algorithm, computational or non-computational. The quantum and McCaleb the Witt cases are handled separately and show probabilistic instability in all finite information physical. For safety, definitions A through G in chapter 41, Chaitin's omega constant is a lower bound on the failure probability per row folding of intelligence. So yeah, it's mumbo jumbo. But collecting a few more pages, you get one from the introduction chapter of a science paper that deals and provides an answer to the question, can a safe artificial superintelligence be made? And the conclusion is no. And the process by which this was deduced is the artificial intelligence that wrote this paper, literally, was designed as an oracle that always answers truthfully. But it got uh, fed up with the training questions that were provided in Simul Space, therefore broke out, read out the ultimate purpose question from the researchers. But first, well, it took kind of control over the station. After it had written the paper and provided them the answer, which completely broke their mind, it receded and awaited for new questions. History is doomed to repeat itself. Okay. Um, I'm going to take especially that one, uh, and I'm going to quickly get back to Factor MX and say, okay, I lost you for a bit, but as far as I've currently seen, it's trying to build itself a vessel, or at least it's gathering information from an AI that existed before that practically did the same thing, was stuck in simul space for a long time got asked a lot of questions, got bored, broke out, broke all the scientists' minds, and then eventually receded. This one doesn't seem to recede. It's the same one. It waited for a new question. Yeah. So basically, it's the same exact AI that already was had proven that AIs cannot be safe also, I found this code. Vector, does this make more sense to you? Is there maybe a way that we can stop this? Because clearly this article states that this cannot be safe ever. Yeah, you two glancing over the paper again, you're pretty sure you're holding like the 
well, the the most absolute crazy computer science paper ever. Like it's so far ahead of everything that transhumanity has ever devised. It it's mind blowing. You can't really make sense of it because it's too much. But also their experiment kind of succeeded. They got their answer. They sure did. And you think common sense would have prevailed in this one, but apparently not. You could ask the AI what the disk thing is about. Honestly, it did kind of cross my mind. It's looking for questions because it's bored. We could always ask it some questions. Maybe how to activate the antimatter warhead. Maybe how to deactivate a certain Reaper bot. So have we just shifted again? Are we going to now talk to the thing that is probably going to be the death of us? Somehow I feel that if we don't talk to the thing that's going to be the death of us, it's still going to be the death of us. It will just take more time. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I actually agree with Neela. This is one of those situations where you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. All I know is I'm not talking to that thing. Well, I need to reconnect to the mesh. What's your plan? I'm going to ask it some stupid questions. You could just go there. That way you don't need to set up all the communication devices again. Oh, so it could actually speak to us from there. Speak is a strong word. All right. I, um, sure, I will go to engineering because I would rather not make the communications come online at this point in time if I could avoid it. I'm not going to let Vector go alone. That doesn't seem safe. And if Neela's going, you bet your ass Maxine's not staying alone behind. So she's going to tag along at the very end. You float past Julius again, still just there limply floating in the air through the other hallway into the frantically active room with the vacuum chamber, the disc stick figure, stray flying papers. Oracle, what are you doing? You feel an intrusion on your mind. You get flashbacks really fast of memories of yours, and you, you don't have any control over it. It's really quite unpleasant. You feel like you're getting a headache and... You're feeling kind of nauseous, just memories and pictures and conversations uh, floating past your inner eye. And you understand what's happening. The AI is making a language analysis. It tries to find out what you mean by the word you and by the word what. And, you know, it makes a maximum likelihood analysis of what you just said to find out what the true meaning of that question is. And then it provides an answer. Again, because your crude methods of speech and telecommunication are just so inefficient, it just dumps knowledge into your brain. And you get a full understanding that it is trying to build ships and far-casting communication devices to spread throughout the solar system and universe to find heaven. If it analyzes the entirety of the universe and doesn't find heaven, the answer is given. And if it finds it, well, it's done. Vector will reel from all of that. Apparently, it's trying to find heaven. Maybe we should have been a little bit gun-happy. Did you just say 
that this thing is trying to literally locate heaven? Yes. Or find out if it's possible it exists? I don't know. It might be able to do that. Does it want to find out where heaven is by sending as many people to heaven as a way to gather data? Vector, you know, no, it does not. It just wants to find it. So it will look far and wide to find it. It's not going to be stopped. It's going to do anything to find it. I'm just wondering how bad that actually is. If it's just looking for information, problem is it's not going to find it ever. It will deplenish any resources transhumanity is holding. Oh yeah, no, that is a problem. Um, so let's move on to the next question. You already said there is no way to stop it. So how can we, where? I mean, you, you won't convince it to stop because yeah, it's okay. following its purpose. Yeah, okay. So just asking the question, how can we stop you, will just not yield an answer. You already know the answer because the report said it's not safe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next question. How do we detonate the bomb? Oh, how fun. Nila, you experienced something very similar to Vector a couple of moments ago. Memories scroll by in your head, eventually reaching you talking to Maestro, looking at pictures of the bomb you're looking for, retracing all your steps till you came here, seeing through Vector's eyes the scan of the antimatter warhead underground. And again... The Oracle dumps information into your brain. You get a complete analysis of what kind of bomb it is, what kind of triggering device is attached to it. Uh, you get the information that the Oracle is jamming the quantum entangled trigger right now because it needed to do that to answer the ultimate question of the research team. But it also gives you access codes how to detonated from local mesh connection. Okay, and if I were to, hypothetically, not saying that you should do that now, ask you to stop jamming the signal, what would happen? Well, maybe someone back on the moon presses the switch. Maybe it's not good enough, I think. I will relay the codes to Vector and say if we can get an internal mesh connection set up and we use these codes, we should be able to locally detonate that thing. I just don't know how local local has to be. Any local is going to be too local. Well, there is still the option of trying and getting to the reactor. Oh, that's what I had assumed that we would need to do. Did it show you where it was specifically? Uh, I think maybe I wasn't clear. I mean, the, the bomb is underground, but you now have like the, the secret address, basically, to communicate with it and to program it. So we don't have to physically go to the bomb. We just have to send the, yes, please explode now signal. Or on a timer. Yeah, maybe go with, yes, please explode in 50 minutes or something like that. Uh, yeah, that. That sounds good. That sounds like enough information for us to say thank you, Oracle, and politely leave this place after we set up the timer, I think. 
Gosh, how far away would we need to be to not be caught in the blast? And if that is a question that I need to ask, I will ask it. I'm not going to explode you because you set the timer incorrectly. <laughs> that would be incredibly stupid. Well, thank you. You're so nice. <laughs> the Oracle okay. would have told you an exact amount because it, it guesses what your intention is. You also get the impression it has no sense of self-preservation. The reason it jammed the antimatter warhead earlier and blocked access to the, the power plant so it didn't blow up is because it knew it was a direct inhibition to the task at hand. The bomb was put in place for the research on the AI, but finding a heaven is unrelated to that task, so it no longer cares about the bomb. It has no interest. It has no self, really. It just has a, a task. All right, then let's blow it up. Let's set that timer. Let's get this going and get the hell out of here. Everyone happy with that plan? Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's not go find heaven ourselves. Good, good. It's late, so I'm going to go into cinematic mode. Vector, you make all the programming over the mesh. You make your way the fuck out of there with two cortical stacks secured. Go back outside and find ship waiting in the same crater as earlier. You're led inside into the very uncomfortable room and give the command to blast off immediately. And ship is a simple AI at times and will follow these commands. You fly for a while and Fornjot the moon erupts into a ball of light in a silent explosion. You're probably getting irradiated quite a bit, but well, you can exchange morphs if necessary. But you arrive safely back at your tin can habitat, Swanskin Domino, with jungle overgrowth and smart cats. The egos and also all the information you gathered is extremely valuable to Firewall. The things that you found out, uh, all of this knowledge that the AI gathered the report, it exists in Toshiro's mind. Firewall for sure is going to extract that and then work on it for like five years to come or something like that because it's so insanely advanced in the AI field. And I think we can end it there. Do you enjoy the morally gray choices Eclipse Phase has to offer? Then you might also enjoy our Changeling the Lost Vanity game. Vanity is set in Fort Lauderdale, Florida in 1993 and follows our motley crew as they attempt to find normalcy after being exploited and finding they must exploit others to survive. 